Notice in the first reading where Paul and Barnabas are speaking, preaching on two Sabbaths. Most New Testament scholars agree that the church as we know her today was born through the ministry of Paul and Barnabas rather than the upper room in Jerusalem, which remained uh, an integrated part of the Jewish community. But Paul was the one responsible for taking the gospel to the Gentiles, to non-Jews. But notice where the church begins. It's in the synagogue on the Sabbath, on Shabbat. And the reason why the church appears as it does today, when I say the church, I'm talking about the physical structure of the church, the reason you're sitting where you are, I'm standing where I am, the furniture is where it is, is because it reflects the synagogue. The altar would have been the bima table, where the Torah scroll was read from, and the uh, ambo would be the pulpit lectern, where the rabbi would preach from. The tabernacle would be the Aron Kodesh, the holy ark where the uh, Torah scrolls of Moses were resided in the synagogue. So the reason why the structure of the church is as it is is because this is a carryover from the design of the synagogue. I just thought you should know that. (laughs) So I was in the delivery room And this was the birth of Isaac, my seventh child, third son. And uh, I was there with Becky, because if Becky wasn't there, then I would have no business being in the delivery room. I had no competency and no credentials. And uh, she was in labor. Dr. Heinbeck who had delivered five of our kids, um, four deliveries, five kids, set of twins in between. And he came in, it was the wee hours of the morning, I don't know, 1 or 2 a.m., and I said, Doc, what are you doing here? Go home, go to bed. I've been here before. And he said, okay, you're so smart. He said, you'll deliver. And he sat down on the radiator and uh, coached me through the delivery of Isaac. So um, I, I did the whole Megillah. And uh, I tell you, that was child seven. As I said, third son. But I'll tell you what. I think back now, Isaac's 25 next month, two months, he'll be 25 years old. But I think back, and I can remember every detail, every detail of that amazing moment. Our our firstborn, Leah's married to... Scott, that was utterly mystical, totally magical. Um, And uh, 
seeing a child emerge from her mother was a supernatural, utterly mystical event. To see that child, see her face, her form. But I'll tell you what matched that miracle of seeing her child born was the tremendous, heroic, um, delivery, the, the strength, the power, physically, emotionally, uh, to first observe the um, just the knowledge that a child another human being a, a new human person has come into being within another person was and still is to me not just mystical and so powerful but utterly heroic I'm telling you we make jokes about this and we should because men and husbands are worth joking about but we make jokes about this, but I'm telling you the truth. I don't know of a man, that includes me, who would have the capacity to do this. I don't mean physically, I understand that. But I'm talking about just the, you know, men can be brave about things outside of themselves, but we shrink over things inside of ourselves. <laughs> but just to see the, the heroic strength and power to see Becky rise to this incredible physical feat and the emotional and psychic uh, power that it requires to to conceive, carry, and birth, let alone nurture, and then raise that child. It, it, it was and remains to me one of the most amazing miracles that human beings can ever contemplate or consider. And to see the, 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 the manner in which Becky, any mother, to think of my mother. And when we reflect on our own mothers, we may be aware of weaknesses and difficulties, physical, emotional, mental, even spiritual, but that force to be able to uh, face this enormous responsibility on every level, physical, mental and emotional, spiritual level, it just, it defies, uh, it defies description, let alone comprehension. And all of our moms and grandmoms and great-grandmoms that are present today, uh, 
every one of you could stand today and preach a far better sermon um, than I ever will be able to on what it means to be a mother. But the bishop won't let you, so I have to. <laughs> so I'm going to ask for some help this morning. I'm going to ask all the children who are here, 12 years of age and younger, come down and help me with the homily, okay? Come on down. Come and join me. Sit down right here with me, if you would. All of our children, 12 years and younger, and if anybody wants to come with their moms, our grandma, you're welcome. Whoever the adult is coming with you. Come on in, come on, sit down, everybody. Find a place to sit with me, please. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Okay. Come on in, a little closer, because I have to be able to hear you. Come on, sit up here. Come on, sweetheart. Okay, okay, here we go. All right, here we go. Thank you. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's like me? looks like me? Come on, sit down here. All right, so now I want to read to you a verse in the Bible. This is from the book of Psalms, which is the songbook of the Bible, where we find our songs in the Bible. And this is just a little... Come on over here. Come on over here. Yeah, come on, sit down. So listen to this. This is a song to God. For you, God, formed my inward parts. Everybody put your hand on your belly. That's your inward parts. Formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Everybody starts with a mom. Every, everybody starts in a mom, okay? And are you here with mom today or with grandma? Or maybe you're here with your aunt, an uncle, or somebody's brought you to church today, and we're all together. I want you to think about your own mom this morning, okay? I want you to think about your mom, and I want you to think about all that she means, all that she means to you, okay? You want to come sit closer to me? You want to come sit here? You want to come over here? Look at my book. <laughs> Your wish is my command. All right, so I want you to think about your mom, and I want a few of you just to tell me what mom means to you, who mom is to you, what does mom do for you. Yes, sweetheart. She's a lifesaver. That's really deep. Life giver and life saver. Wow. Somebody else. What is mom? Yes. She's nice, isn't she? Not all the time. But she's more nice than not nice. Right? Right? When your room, when you have to pick up everything on the floor in your room, right? She can sometimes be a little insistent, but... But 
You always think of her as nice, right? Because she's always more nice than not nice. Yes. Always there for you. Think about this for a minute. This, this is, when I ask the children, who is mom and what does mom mean to you? Listen to what they're saying. Yes, sweetheart. She means love to you. Mom is love, isn't she? Isn't she? Yes. Hmm? And dads. Yes, dads are important too. <laughs> yep, especially on Mother's Day. <laughs> right? Dads are important too. We don't forget dad. Dad has his day next month. That's right. Dad has his day. But this is who mom is to us. Love and life and nice and present. We all begin with mom. And we are thankful and grateful to God, our Father, to our Blessed Mother Mary, who is the mother of everyone, and in a special way, the mother of the church, on this, the day that we celebrate our mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers, when we think of our moms all the way back, we are grateful to God for the gift of our mothers. We are grateful to mom for God's gift of her to each one of us. Now I'm going to ask for some moms to help me out with the sermon this morning. And this is legal, by the way. The law allows for witnesses and testimony during the homily time. So I just wanted you to know I wasn't breaking the law. So asking, I'm going to ask three moms. I'm going to ask three moms, one, two, and three, to just share from your heart what motherhood means to you. So I'm going to ask a new mom a new mom. So your child is one, two, let's say six years old. How about a new mom? Is there somebody who will just stand for a moment and share what mom, being mom means to you? I'm not going to, I'm going to ask you to volunteer because I'm not going to conscript you, but somebody who's willing. Somebody's just going to stand up. You don't have to be our, you know, an orator. You have to be a mom. Okay. Oh, who do we have? Yeah. Okay. Good. Hi, sweetie. I'll trade you, okay? <laughs> yep. Okay. So. Um, it's humbling. In what way? Humbling. Little things. Yep. All these little things that are humbling, and mom does it with this amazing, uh, this amazing force and power carrying it through day by day, all through the years of a child's life. And when you think of it, these are the basic elements of living as a human being. And our moms gift these to us. How about a mom, how about a mom of a tween, okay? So let's say, what's a tween? Let's say between 10 
and 15. How about a mom between 10 and 15 years old? Is there a mom? Are you? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, don't do that in auction. Okay. <laughs> who's, gonna, who's, a, who's, who's mama between who can talk about being a mom this morning, huh? All right, I'm going to ramp it up a little bit. Oh, oh here's mom. Okay. I've got double trouble. I've got Go ahead. All right, double trouble, huh? Twins. Twins. <laughs> I've lived through that. Okay. Uh, trying at times, but guiding, definitely present. Guiding and present. And letting them be their own person. Trying, as, but. Letting them form who they are. Letting them form who they are. Yeah, I like to say, give me pregnancy, newborn, terrible two, terrible three, terrible four. Give me pre-adolescence, puberty. Adolescence, teenage them, all before the children become adults. That was the scariest time. But we let them become, huh? All right, so that's mom is there through the trying times. Okay, good. Now, how about mother of an adult, of adult children? All your children are now adults in their... Oh, I have to give, I have to give you back. <laughs> To dad. Okay. I would have forgotten. <laughs> all right, so an adult child. Uh, your children are all adults. Okay. All right, I'm going get, to get over to you. Okay. So let's talk about being a mom of all adult children. Grandchildren? Nine grandchildren. That's great. I hope to have that. Okay. <laughs> the biggest thing about being a parent, a parent of an adult is that I questioned myself so much. Questioned, life, you questioned yourself. Yep. And now that they're grown, and I watched my children be such excellent parents, I, I must have done something right. Okay. <laughs> Mazel tov. All of my children are excellent parents, and I'm so proud of them. And that means the world to me. All right. So seeing them become parents in their own right, and excellent parents, and brings you so much joy and fulfillment. Okay. All right. Let's say thank you to our moms for sharing. Okay? So the reason that I did this is because moms are the ones who have the wisdom. Moms are the ones who have the power. Moms are the ones who have demonstrated to us and given to us those elements of our lives that make us successful people who flourish in our human personhood. And moms are so little celebrated in our culture. Uh, and uh, we celebrate great celebrities, personalities, and so forth, but we don't celebrate motherhood and we don't affirm uh, motherhood in our culture as motherhood deserves to be affirmed. Let's, let's always keep in mind that the image that we have and the language given to us of the church is not masculine and is not paternal. It is feminine and maternal language. We speak of the church as 
she and her. We have the feminine uh, image of the church and we have the maternal image of the church given to us. And we speak of the first disciple, uh, the first church embodied in Mary who is called the mother of God, the mother of the church, the mother of us all. We can't lose sight of that. There's a, there's a specific reason for that, and that is that we receive those elements of our humanity from our mothers. Who's glad to have a mom today? It's unanimous. All right, you can go back to your seats now and give your moms and grandmoms a kiss, okay? Go back to your seat now and give your grandmas a kiss. God bless you. Thank you for your help today. You know where mom is? Good. All right. Good. And we have a blessing for our moms after the prayers.